We are days away from the first ever European Games. You're listening to the latest edition of ATR Radio. I'm Nicole Bennett. The 2015 European Games open in Baku, Azerbaijan on June 12th. Over the course of 16 days, Baku 2015 organizers say some 7,000 athletes from 50 NOCs will compete in 20 sports. Joining us now is Pierce O'Callaghan, Baku 2015 Director of Sport. So thanks for joining me today. With well under one week to go, days away, will Baku be ready for the Games? Yeah, it's a pleasure to, to talk to you, Nicole, and, and thanks for having me um, on the podcast. Yeah, we can certainly say with a, with a very high degree of certainty that Baku will be ready for the Games. Um, it's incredible when you look at the journey we are at now, and today is seven days before the opening ceremony, that we've, uh, we've only just had 30 months to actually plan and organize and, and deliver the European Games when, of course, normally uh, an Olympics and other multi-sport events uh, would have seven years uh, to prepare for the Games. We can say Baku is ready for a number of reasons. We've had over 20 uh, test events. We've tested the field of play um, and all the venues and all the athlete flows and all the infrastructure at every single sports venue. Um, there's a huge sense of excitement around the city now because you know people are realizing that this logo that they've seen around the city and this talk about uh, European Games, the first ever Games, is now coming to life. The uh, village opened, uh, had a soft opening two days ago, so the first National Olympic Committees are already in Baku. The first journalist arrived over a week ago, uh, and now uh, you know, there's, a, there's a, a huge amount of journalists already in Baku uh, walking around and talking to the local people. So there really is a, a great festival atmosphere in the city. Well, I know I spoke with Simon Clegg recently, Baku 2015, chief operating officer and he said that the biggest challenge for Baku was the limited time that you guys had to get ready for an event of this size so would you say that's been your biggest challenge and I guess in in that regard what's left to do for Baku before the games start? Yeah absolutely the biggest challenge has been time as I say 30 months is a very small length of time particularly with an event which has never taken place before um, and the number of athletes involved and 20 sports, um, you know, quite frankly, there's double the amount of athletes for the European Games as there was in Sochi earlier on uh, last year for the Olympic Winter Games. So it really is, uh, you know, a grand scale event. Uh, in terms of what's left to be done, they're just putting the final touches uh, on the look and feel of all the venues uh, and all the branding, uh, all the contractors in terms of the results, timing and scoring and all the lighting experts and all the TV broadcasters are coming into town this weekend just to set up their equipment in the venues. And that's really all that's actually done next Friday evening at 8 o'clock. Uh, the opening ceremony will take place. But just before that, two of the sporting events will have kicked off um, with water polo and synchronized swimming. So the Games is very, very real. Uh, and in less than seven days, you know, the first events will have already taken place. And when is the Athletes' Village opening? The Athletes' Village um, had a soft opening this week. And by a soft opening, I mean a number of the bigger national olympic committees like the the british team the germans and the dutch would all have brought over a lot of um, stock a lot of logistic stuff uh, in terms of canoes and bicycles and all the various equipment for the athletes so they would always tend to come a few days early and actually set up their area of the village to be very much uh, their own national feel but the official opening of the athletes village is on monday and we're expecting uh, the athletes to arrive you know a, a larger portion of the athletes to arrive on monday and on tuesday the training venues for for most of the sports happening in the first week will open up and then it becomes very real. And at the beginning of this week, I saw the press release about the journey of the flame through Baku that's taking place in the days leading up to the opening ceremony. So 
how has that gone? Again, this is a, a, an inaugural uh, European Games. Have there been any mishaps? And, um, and what's the journey of the flame going to be like just days before the opening ceremony? Yeah, I think the journey of the flame has been a huge success. I think it's been way beyond anyone's uh, wildest dreams. The flame was lit by the president of the Azerbaijan uh, Republic, President Ilham Aliyev, um, a number of weeks ago. And he was in the company of the president of the European Olympic Committee's Patrick Hickey. And I think it's no exaggeration to say that everybody who was present on that night, uh, and I was very lucky to be one of the few who was there, um, had a real sense of history taking place, that the first flame for the inaugural European Games was lit. Of course, um, you know, it's synonymous with Azerbaijan as the land of fire, so it was, you know, it was a no-brainer that, it, that it, um, a journey of the flame would take place. It has gone all over the country and has passed within one hour of 99% of the population, so it's been very visible, not just in Baku, but in the regions, and it's quite a big country. It's a, it's a country of 10 million people. So within one hour of, of every man, woman, and child in Baku, that flame uh, has passed through. The response uh, has been incredible. I mean, you, you know, you asked the question, were there any mishaps? There were no mishaps, but, I mean, the one thing we have done is probably underestimating how popular it could be because the crowds of up to 40,000 have actually come to see the Festival of Fire taking place in each of the stops uh, around Azerbaijan. And then now in the coming week, um, the, the, the flame finally arrives back into Baku um, from June the 7th to the 11th, so from Sunday until Thursday, uh, which is the day before the opening ceremony. And this will, be, this will take in five days of festivities around the city. It will visit most of the venues uh, around Baku. And, of course, uh, because the schools and all the universities are on holidays at the moment, um, you know, we're expecting huge crowds on the streets to see, to see the flame finally arrive back in Baku. So you've touched on this a lot already, but the public seems excited for the games. Um, you've got a, a lot of festivities and events planned for the days leading up to the opening ceremony. So I guess just to reiterate, you've seen a great response from the people in Baku to the games? Yeah, you've got to look at it even in the larger picture of, of, of the nation itself. I mean, the, the Republic of Azerbaijan is a very young, independent nation. It's only had 23 years of independence. So while they would have been passed, it would have been part of the Soviet Union when the Olympics were held in Moscow in 1980, they haven't hosted major uh, events. And, you know, their experience of sport would be watching on TV. So the fact that you know, the whole of Europe, you know, over 6,000 athletes will come uh, from 50 National Olympic Committees is a source of great pride for them. They want to uh, show what they're capable of doing, but they also want to experience the sport. And, and that's one of the key things that, you know, many of us as international staff have experienced. It is a real sports-loving country. Sport plays a, a very prominent role in the, in the agenda of the government of the day. The President of the Republic is also the President, president of the National Olympic Committee. Uh, so he takes a very active role. Uh, and it is one of the youngest uh, populations in Europe as well. So it's got a very young country who wants to experience big events, who want to be part of history and excitement. And, you know, it feeds into the national agenda of getting people more active uh, and healthy and, and fit. So from that point of view, you know, the, the public response so far has been, has been fantastic. And one of the key uh, priorities of the European Olympic Committees has been to fill the stadiums and create a really great atmosphere. So we've been very uh, conscious of that uh, to all our marketing promotion of the European Games. And so far, ticket sales have, have been fantastic. It's, it's a country known for lastminute.com ticket purchases, but we've already seen a change in behavior that people are, are starting to hear uh, stories of you know, events being sold out or close to sold out. So you know, the ticket sales, from our point of view, has already been a big success. So, so in terms of media coverage, um, are you seeing, I guess you said journalists are already in Baku right now? 
Yeah, we've had uh, accreditation requests for over 1,400 journalists so far, um, and a number of them are in Baku, given the fact that it's a week to go. Obviously, we're expecting the majority of them to arrive next week. But one of the, the big successes of the Games, um, you know, before they kick off already, has been the broadcast uh, demand from, from broadcasters around the world and the television right sales. So even just this, this morning, we announced um, um broadcast deal in Africa, which would show the games in over 25 countries. We announced a deal with the, the Russian Federation two days ago, which brings the games um, you know, 10 hours coverage a day in Russia and brings the, the games into you know, over 150 million households throughout that country. And so far, we're on way over 100 countries around the world who will receive coverage. So even though there's a lot of curiosity uh, in the beginning about what the European Games might hold, uh, the fact that we've got 20 sports and of the 20 sports, 12 of them will have Olympic qualification has really caught the imagination, not alone of the sporting public in Europe, but also of the media and, and the broadcasters. So, uh, you know, the European Games will be coming to a, to a television near you in the, in the very uh, not-too-distant future. All right, well, obviously lots more to come, especially next week as the Games get underway. That was Pierce O'Callaghan, Baku 2015 Director of Sport, with a preview of the days leading up to the opening of the inaugural European Games. Be sure to check into Around the Rings online on Facebook and Twitter. This is Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening. <laughs>